What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And what are we doing today, honey? Well, um, do you think we should introduce our guest today? <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> it's you. Me. And me. And the, and the whole. whole. <laughs> the whole in our apartment. Yeah. That's, that's our guest today. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's our hole, talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about your hole. <laughs> oh, um, boy. But, oh, bummer. I don't think that Instagram video worked. Um, but before we get started, let's pop in with some Wednesday wisdom. Wednesday wisdom would be to, if you're exercising, make sure that you're eating enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been learning the hard way. I think I've had low glycemic energy because i'm like not eating enough and i find that in the middle of the day if i don't eat enough i just kind of hit a wall and all my productivity goes to shit but if i eat something i feel a lot better yeah who'd have thunk who'd have thunk it who'd have thunk it um yeah i'm glad you're learning and um learning to eat a little bit more Mm. Um, i have no problem eating the problem is eating healthy food mm, got it yeah. I could eat pizza all day. Because I think the same would go for just continuously eating crappy food. You'd hit a wall. <clears throat> you wouldn't have any of the substance or the nutrients that you need. Nutrient-dense food. Yeah, like last night for dinner, everyone ordered pizza, and I didn't have any. And I was like, God, I really want pizza. But I like knew I was probably going to feel shitty if I ate it. Mm. And, I'm tra- and I'm noticing... This is the biggest notice of difference for me. I'm noticing... And I haven't, this hasn't happened to me before, that I prefer to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, like, I told you this morning that broccoli really fucks my stomach up. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I don't have a full cup of broccoli at one sitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe it's just, like, a couple pieces and get some variation in there, but... Or not at all. Yeah, it's just really tough on my stomach. Yeah. And on my... But it's good for you like it clears. And not, but if it's not if it makes your stomach feel yeah funky and you want to hear something funny sure food when you eat it is inside your body but it's also outside your body because uh-huh. your digestive system is completely encapsulated independently from the rest of your body so your food even though it it's in your body, your body because it's never touching like anything outside the gi tract mm, i see what you're saying so it's inside but it's, but it's not inside well i would say it's like russian doll it's inside the inside right not but it's also not, not connected yeah but it's body. also you have a hole in your mouth and a hole in your butt and that's and then that, it just in it's one and out the other all it, where it goes yeah it's just weird yeah i just it's weird anyways mm. <laughs> <laughs> i digress <laughs> i yeah what's your wednesday wisdom um ooh, my wednesday wisdom is 
it could always be worse. Oh my God, isn't that the truth? On Friday, when we were home for the gentleman to come in. And this segues into our episode, so. Clean up our hole in the ceiling. And watching them just without any hammers, without any tools, just with their hands, rip our wall off because it was so soft and moldy. Um, And just having to uproot the cats so quickly, having to have us move. We didn't realize we wouldn't be able to stay here. We didn't realize how big the hole was going to be. I was um, definitely feeling stressed out and getting really upset. And I realized it could always be worse. It's so true. They could not be fixing it. Us or the cats could have mold poisoning. Um, Thanks. Um, I realized that cats, uh, animals, are more... Um, susceptible to mold poisoning than humans. That's pretty crazy. I didn't know that. I would have thought the opposite. Yeah. So, you know, we could do this. A family member could be sick. We could be kick- be kicked out of our apartment. Like, we could so be sick. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a whole bunch of things that we're trying to put into perspective here. Yeah. Like, so, you know, uh, yes, this is a bad thing that happened. Yes, it's inconvenient. Yes. Uh, it was super stressful, but could always be worse, which is like not worse. always. I don't always agree with that mentality because thinking like that to try to make yourself feel better is like, I feel like a form of escapism, which is healthy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But trying to reframe it in, in terms of like, <clears throat> let me use this as an opportunity to test my grit mm-hmm. and like, some decision making skills and like practice doing what's best for myself and my family in the midst of like a a really annoying thing yeah yeah um i want to go back to well yeah well i'll actually never mind um you mentioned decision making skills um we had a little bit of maybe a disagreement it wasn't a disagreement because we agreed but I think we were both trying to get to the best answer as fast as we could. Hmm. Um, so Friday morning, as I said, they came, destroyed our apartment, and we realized we cannot live here. We can't stay here. Which is a larger fault of the management, but also not really. Mm-hmm. So. Um, well, when the guy came to inspect it, he didn't say anything about... There's a whole list of reasons why we had to move like yeah. last minute. Yeah. Um, so we you we were looking at some Airbnbs, but they a lot of them didn't accept cats and I we were calling animal um like hotels and it they were full or they don't accept cats. So we were trying to figure out what to do with the cats and we were going through a bunch of different options. You had told um your business partner Nathan what was going on. And correct me if I'm wrong, but he mentioned, well, our apartment's going to be empty because we're going, they, he lives with two other people. One of them has a dog and they were all going to be going to a, um, they were just going to be gone. Yeah. Their apartment was going to be empty. And, um, Laura is the dog. Laura's dad, Anthony, who's been on this podcast before, um, said i need someone to take care of i need to take care of the dog so if you and alex want to stay there yeah you can but obviously 
the cats can't stay there because the dog. Laura, we've Laura hasn't been around cats and probably not the best time to um, get her acquainted with cats. Um, and I felt that you had made the decision without talking to me mm-hmm. about it, which and, I did, which you did, and you felt, and again, correct me if I'm wrong that you were making the best decision for us. Given the set of circumstances and parameters mm-hmm. with which we were operating in. And then we could find a place for the cats. But on my end, I was calling different places and I was learning there isn't, there's, there is not place for the cats. Like, That's not true. There are places they were just full. Yes, and so then there are no places right. for the cats. I was learning that it wasn't going to be as simple as we thought to take right. care of the cats. So... Um, I think we were both like focusing on two different things. You were focused on the animals. Not necessarily two different things because you were focused on the animals as well. But I was trying to figure them out first and then us. And so then when you found us a place, I was like, great. But then I don't want to just like throw the cats in a room and say like deal with it. Right. And my mentality was like put your own oxygen mask on first and then help someone else. Yes. So I, you know... That's what's frustrating is because I know that you were thinking about the cats first, but I'm like, the cats aren't going to have anywhere to live if, like, we can't figure out what the fuck we're going to do first. Yeah. Like, so I was like, most important thing is figuring out where we're going to go, and then we'll figure out the animals. And you were working backwards, which is fine, but I, for me, it was like, order of operations, it was just backwards. Yeah. Yeah. But I know how much you love them. I mean, and it's not that I don't. I just like, they are like your number one yeah. priority. And I am my number one <laughs> priority. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, you can think of it as selfish, but also like if I'm not taking care of myself, I can't take care of the cats. I totally agree. I feel like we've so, talked about that before yeah. on this podcast. And we, we, I wouldn't say disagreed on it, but we were definitely like walking on eggshells around each other. Cause yeah, there was definitely some, I mean, we were also like super stressed about it. Oh, super fucking stressed. But so then when we were talking about this, I remembered that my sister's apartment, um, one of her roommates had moved out and her, the new roommate hadn't moved in. So I called her and I asked. Which I also did earlier in the day to ask Erica. I also did that earlier. In yeah. The night, and I thought it would be too much of an inconvenience for her and or, and then I heard back from Anthony and I was like, oh, perfect. Two birds with one stone. So then you, then you told Erica, never mind, mm-hmm. we don't need it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I called her and was like, okay, well we actually do because we need to take place the cats somewhere. The issue is one of her roommates is allergic to cats. However, the top floor. There was a room that was completely isolated yes, from the apartment. Yes, is one one room has a door yeah. on the, for the stairs. We could lock them in there. Cat hair wouldn't really get anywhere, so it wouldn't. We I assumed it wouldn't be an issue. Right. The roommate said that was fine. Um, so then it was like, okay, well now we and the cats have a place to stay together, but you've already put us mm. in charge of taking care of Laura. Yeah. Which I love Laura. I love doing. Yeah, I wanted to do it. Um. And for me, it felt like now we're stuck in this situation where if we had waited a little bit, communicated with each other a little bit more clearly, and um, of course, you know, we were both trying to work as well, and 
I was not able to be on my phone for like an hour and a half because I was teaching. Um, Which was when the decision was made. Yeah. So I was like, I just, this has to be done now. So. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a challenging Friday, but it could have been worse. And you had said something that, um, I think was important for me to know. And I think can be important for a lot of male, female relationships. And I say male, female relationships because that's the only careful. It's right on the edge that class. Um, cause that's the only experience i have but i mean like it's not it's not just a male female thing well my what i was getting at is what you said was um i want you to trust me in like making decisions and i feel like in that moment you didn't trust me Mm -hmm. which i think is important for me to realize because i did trust you i just wanted to wait to make a decision to see if there were other options out there. Yeah. Yeah. And in my, my, in my scope of things, I honestly didn't think that Erica was going to go for letting us stay there with the animals because she said my, my My roommate is allergic to cats. So I was like, that's not going to be a thing. So with all of the information that I had, I made the best decision that I possibly could have. Yeah. And then you were upset that I made the decision because we got the other thing. And I was like, it was just frustrating for me because I'm like, I'm, all I did was make the best decision for what I could do. Yeah. And then for you to express disappointment and like be upset at it really just, it like was I was pissed. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and I was pissed because I was like, "What the fuck? You're just what? What are we supposed to do with our cats? You're just supposed to, what? Like I felt like you were putting them at the bottom of the totem pole. I was, and you were putting <laughs> you, me, and Laura, the dog, at the top of the totem pole. I felt like you were also thinking like I love taking. We both love taking care of Laura. That had nothing to do with it at yeah. all. It was just about a place to stay. Yeah, for me. I had nothing to do with taking care of the dog. Like, taking care of the dog is not that hard. No. So, I was like, okay, we got a place to stay. Let's figure out the cat. It was like, let's figure the yeah. first thing out, and then we'll figure out the animals. Yeah. Anyways, everything worked out fine. I expressed how I felt about the situation mm-hmm. and how upset I was. Mm-hmm. Now, I, like, I'm, I was also dealing with, like, a ton of crazy stuff at work. Like, not bad stuff. But, like, there was a whole lot going on. Um, same with other you. Other things that Yeah, other things that stress. were compound. There was a lot of other compounding mm-hmm. factors. These were, like, a really... This was, like, a really big two weeks for me, personally, professionally. Yeah. So, trying to keep my cool and, like, handle shit. Like, get it done. Like, live... What's her name from... That show that you like that's written by Shonda Rhimes? Oh, um, Scandal. Scandal. What's her name? Um, the lead character? Olivia, Olivia Pope. Olivia Pope. I was trying to Olivia Pope the situation. Yes, you're just trying to handle it. Yeah, and I think this kind of speaks to a larger dynamic in our relationship. And, I mean, I'll just, I mean, we're talking about it now, but, like, I do, I do feel second-guessed a lot. Yeah, you and you expressed you. that to me yeah. when when you brought it up and you said, 
I wish you had just trusted me and like gone with it. Yeah. And I get that like you're a strong individual and you know, you have your opinions on things, but it's, it's like, it's starting to affect other decision-making Yeah. for me. Yeah. It's starting to become like, I'm constantly asking like other people, like I, it's hard to make a decision. What do you mean you're constantly asking? Like it's people? hard to make a definitive decision because I'm afraid to make the wrong decision. Mm. And I think that stems from. You feeling like I'm second guessing. Yeah. 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 Because I think this is what's, this is what's important. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because we talk a lot about communicating in a relationship and how important it is to say specific words and how to like express your feelings and you feel like I'm second guessing you. It may not be that I am. And I'm sure that there are times where I do second guess you and I'm sure there's times where you second guess me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But when you're communicating with your partner, it's important to say which you do, which we do. And we've learned over the last 12 years to communicate this way, saying I feel statements when you're having a disagreement with your partner is, in my opinion, the most important. Oh, totally. Because when you don't say I feel, then you're putting the blame on the other person and saying you are making me feel this way, which... Well, that's what I just said. I feel like you second-guess me a lot. Yes, I know. And I'm just reiterating to anyone listening when you're bringing points in conversation with your partner how the importance of saying I feel right yeah so now I need to do things that make you feel less like I'm second-guessing yourself mm-hmm. or you like I, yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and so that's something that now has come to my attention that I need to change the way I speak the way I communicate with you and make sure that you don't feel like I'm second guessing you. Yeah. <clears throat> but so. I, I mean, how many times have we said like, well, have we been going somewhere? And you're like, no, it's this way. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's this way. And then we always, I always defer to you. Directions. Directionally. But. This whole, just hear me out. Okay. Directionally, you're far, you're a far superior navigator. However, there have been certain times where I'm like, I know it's this way. And you're like, no, it's this way. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's a perfect example of, like, even though I know the right thing, I'm still just like, well, she probably knows better. You know what I mean? Like, so that's like a microcosm. But do you think that's on me? No, it's not. It's not what I'm saying. It's on on me for not, like, speaking up. Yeah. And that's a a larger issue in my life. But But I also think it's a little bit of both. Like, I think it's a little bit of you saying, like, no, Alex, I remember it's this way. I know it's this way. And then me having to say, okay, well, I really think we turn left here. Yeah. But if he feels strongly that it's right, then, right. you know, and then also like. But yeah, I'm just giving that as like an example. But then that pat that pattern moves over into other things. Yeah. And so then it's like, and that's why it all kind of came to a head. Where I was just like, I don't feel like you trust me. I don't feel like you trust me to make decisions. And so, you know. There's a lot of hurt behind that. So that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's important to talk about these things. I mean, they're hard. They're definitely hard to talk about. And like, 
stressful situations. Oh, it's so hard. You're bring around like when there are important decisions to be made and then there's compounded stress with like just where you live, like where you sleep, that's yeah. hard. And then oh, you yeah. have like professional things and both of us are healthy. Both of our families are healthy. So like there's a whole bunch of other things that could be going on that. Yeah. So like in the grand scheme of things, it's like not that big of a deal, but it's, this has been a good lesson in like learning new things about each other Yeah. and how we should be communicating. Yeah. I think it was, I think it's a good lesson to learn if yeah. we ever get this fucking home patched up. <laughs> well, they're coming today. So fingers crossed. Fingers we can crossed. Stay. Yeah. We can bring the cats back. And it was really nice to have, to be able to take care of Laura. And it's been really nice to stay in Erica's place because I'm sure if y'all follow us on Instagram, they have a patio and I've been taking Jude out on his yeah, leash. Yeah, it's great. He is not going to want to leave that I place. I know. They love it. They're in paradise. Yeah, they really are. Speaking of paradise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex um, wanted to say one more thing about communication. So this, um, on a much lighter lighter note, um, so we like watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. You. <laughs> You like it, I will watch it if I'm around, but I will not seek it out. Just won't be very clear about that. You have never I've never it said on your no. Own? No. Uh no, I did watch last season, but I didn't watch I don't like when you were gone it was on and mm-hmm. I watched it like I watched a couple episodes, but I also find it like some of it's really hard for me to watch. Uh, yeah. It's like that's the fuck, that's dude. the I would the nature of the show. Prefer to watch the the bachelor or the bachelorette but yeah probably the bachelorette I you don't like know. the bachelorette better i don't know i can't decide yeah do you have a favorite um no i don't know they're all the same to me mm. um but the their third show that they have is called bachelor in paradise which is a really interesting dynamic which just a bunch of crazy Statist- hot people on an well, island. Well, statistically, more successful couples have come out of Bachelor in Paradise than Bachelor and Bachelorette. That's funny. Yeah. Maybe not combined, but maybe combined. I don't know. Um, so there's a situation on the show. So what happens is they have a bunch of old contestants come in. So there's a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls, and they're allowed to kind of like date each other and just kind of like... And there's a new person each see week. See what happens. Yeah. There and might be even two new people each steal, week. They can steal. They, they can steal. They all give a date card. They can steal your girl. So there's yeah. a, you constantly are living or in fear that guy. someone else is going to take your person on a date. Yes. That's the gist of it. Yes. That's a great way to describe it. So there's this couple that have expressed interest in each other. Uh, the girl's name is Katie. I can't remember the guy's name. It doesn't matter, but it's easier to follow the story if I know his name. I'm going to call him John. <laughs> uh, call him blah, blah. Blah, blah. So Katie and blah, blah have expressed interest <laughs> in each other. And um, they do these off-camera interviews. And you see Katie saying, I really hope that blah, blah doesn't go on a date. I, I'm, I'm really interested in him and I want it to just be him and I. And then you see off-camera, blah, or blah. sorry, on-camera, Katie says to blah blah you know if someone comes down and asks you on a date are you gonna go like you do you essentially which i'm like okay you just said something totally different and it's like she was testing him which i hate that certain females will do this it drives me nuts just say what you fucking want just katie tell blah blah i don't want you to go on this date i want to be all in with you but if you feel like you need to go on this date because you're not all in with me, 
then that's a different conversation for us You're to have. also very good at just like saying what you think and what's on your mind. And some people aren't and they're afraid. I understand that. This goes into the larger part of this conversation. I understand like, that. They don't want to scare them away. Yeah. You know, like So Katie didn't want to scare him blah, blah away. <sighs> and so she says to him, you know, if you want to go on this date, you know, you do you. And then in his, in his, in the moment without Katie, just like the interview, he says, well, fuck, she wants me to go on this date and I don't want to. I don't want her to want me to go on another uh, date. I want her to want me all in. So he, they were both saying the same thing? They were both wanting. They were both saying they were both wanting the same thing. But then they were both kind of like tiptoeing around each other. And then he gets cute. asked out on a date. And then she cries the whole day. She's like, I want him to be only with me. And during the date, he's pulling his he's getting pulled aside for interviews. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of bummed that Katie wanted me to go on this date, but I guess I'm having a good time. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm like, girls, Shower you got to people say you love what you want. With love. Yeah. Don't, like, test your, your partner. Don't you just ask, ask them straight up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man, there's a whole lot in this episode, and it's only been 25 <laughs> minutes. You're welcome, Earth. You're welcome. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I mean, but it's also hard and there's dynamic. It's just, yeah, I get it's it. tough. It's tough. I get it. And not everyone has our story or like had it, I would say as easy as we've had it. Yeah. So, you know, we and have also, to be empathetic to others. Yes, I, I, and I you am. are, I know you are. I think I'm a very empathetic person. You are. But I just, I see Katie doing this thing that I think a lot of other women do, mm. which is, almost test their partner into like saying what they want instead of just or what they want to hear the partner say it's like no you don't have to get me a gift but they want them to be surprised they want to be surprised and they want a gift anyway just like say like yeah yeah i want you to get me a gift or say i only want you to spend 25 dollars on my gift what's interesting is like would you rather say i don't want you to get you a gift and then be disappointed when you don't get one and be like angry or like be perceived as someone that's like gift hungry and like you know what i mean like it's a balancing act i don't think so i think if gifts is your love language well not everyone knows about love languages though but that that you don't even have to know like you instinctively know if you like getting gifts you know (laughs) right yeah so even if you can't classify that as that's my love language because you don't know what love languages are if you want your partner to get you a gift and then you say, hey, it would mean a lot to me if you could get me a nice gift for my birthday. Yeah. And then you're happy. Your partner's happy because they've made you happy. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. It's a lose-lose situation when the when one person says, oh, it's okay. You don't have to get me a gift. But secretly, they're wanting them to surprise them anyway <laughs> with a gift. Yeah. And then it's a lose-lose situation because you're upset lo- that yeah. you didn't get a gift. And then your partner gets upset because you're upset at them because you didn't tell them or it works out the opposite where you say i don't want a gift and then i think you want a gift and then i get you a gift and then you're mad that i got you a gift (laughs) yeah so that's also a thing yeah and it's taken us i mean i i think the reason why we have such a strong relationship and a healthy relationship is two different things one we started with a a series talking to you (laughs) um we started our relationship with a lot of trust. 
Yep. We started long distance and we started with a lot of trust. And we, over the last 12 years, have really learned to communicate with each other. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, certain times it's not perfect, but we're still able to work through it and not... Trying to work on it. Yell at each other. And it's always going to be this way. I think your entire relationship... You're always going to consistently be working because you and your partner are always changing. Oh, dude. You're always yeah. evolving. For sure. And, um... Uh, sure, dude. Yeah. It, this didn't happen overnight. I, I've heard people who listen to the podcast say to me, like, you two are such great communicators. I, like, I, I look up to that. I can't believe, like, how good you and Corey are. And it's, it's not well. that... <laughs> it takes... it. T- took yeah. us a long time like we didn't We've had a, a lot of practice yeah yeah and we got a lot of stuff wrong in the early days totally yeah you gotta sift through the fucking mud you know what i mean like if you're water and you're going through like rocks and dirt you're eventually gonna get filtered out and get a little cleaner and get a little mm-hmm. better and like you know that's the best way i can kind of describe it i guess or like yeah. just you're filtering out the negative traits yeah. I don't like to say practice makes perfect because I don't think there is such thing as right. perfect. Right. Practice makes practice a little bit makes better. <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Funniest thing that happened to you this week? Go. Other um, than my joke at the beginning of this podcast. The, that was pretty funny. Um, I, I think I know what you're going to say, so I'm going to say something different. I don't different. know what I'm going to say, so you tell me what I'm going to say because <laughs> you usually remind me. Um, I thought we were going to talk about... Uh, Billy's trombone playing. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My nephew got See if I can find a it. trombone. He, like, I guess he picked it that he wanted to, to play the trombone. I think it was, like, a Fortnite thing, if I had to guess. Do they play that on I think Fortnite? there's a trombone. I don't know. I mm. Probably. But he, he doesn't know how to play it yet, so all he's doing is he's just <laughs> blowing as loud as he can and making these random notes. So it's like just god awful but it scares the dog <laughs> which is really oh, funny oh man she doesn't have any of her stories up. that's all right we don't to need turn. to talk it's yeah i wanted to i wanted to show it so you could hear it because it's so oh, it's fucking so hysterical funny. um anyway that was so we yeah. were facetiming we were facetiming with my grandma yes and my sister and my nephew and billy was like you want to see my trombone yeah. oh my god and alex was dead it's just so funny because it's not <laughs> It's not, noise it's noise it's not a sound it's not a song it's just like doesn't sound bad <laughs> it's just so it's funny it's so silly <laughs> and there's been videos that tiffany has posted of um she videos sherman because sherman does not like it he barks <laughs> and he gets freaked out <laughs> they're sitting out by out in their backyard and you can hear in the distance that billy starts to <laughs> starts to play the trombone and the dog jumps like his whole body jumps and he his eyes perk up and he's watching and oh my gosh well dude so what did billy say he's like he blew the horn in the house and he, and then he like looks at the video camera he's like imagine 24 of those in one classroom <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny he's a funny little oh, motherfucker he is so funny oh my god oh so that was definitely something that made us laugh yeah um but something that made me laugh i think technically this was two weeks ago but um cory wanted to remind himself to <laughs> do something i can't remember what it was before he left for the gym so i'm not gonna say her name because she's gonna turn on but Anna, rhymes with arexa yes <laughs> he t- tells her set an alarm 
for 6.15 to remind me, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, okay, which day? And, and I go, goes, Tuesday. Which day? Tuesday. <laughs> which day? Tuesday. Which day? It just was like she was <laughs> fucking with me. Well, the first time you said it, it was like, you know, she's kind of far away. Tuesday. Oh, maybe she didn't hear me. Tuesday. Which day? Tuesday. <laughs> which day? Oh, my gosh. I was just cracking up because you kept getting closer and closer and closer and louder and louder. <laughs> she just kept saying, which, which day? day? <laughs> funny. I thought that was super, super funny. Oh, so funny. Yes. Um, have you done anything stupid or embarrassing this week? I mean, constantly. <laughs> um, Which day? I was shaking. I mean, not, not embarrassing, but I was shaking a cocktail yesterday. We were trying to figure out this. There's a lot of science that goes into cocktail making, but um, it's funny. I've been working with all this booze and I'm not drinking. Uh -oh. um, it's trying to make a cocktail for like to test out this recipe. Mm -hmm. And it's a shaken egg cocktail. Uh-huh. And it definitely got all over all my clothes. And you in were front of it? people, yeah. It was um, very little. Not, I, I, not even embarrassing. I was like mad at myself, but it was kind of funny. Yeah. If I were more easily embarrassed, I would have been embarrassed. Yeah. But I, I, I don't really embarrass much. If people want to see these cocktail videos, where can they go? Uh, well, they won't be out for a while. But, but these, you've done what some. Yeah. In the so past. probably, um, you can go to. Pernod Ricard USA's Instagram uh, at PRUS Pernod Ricard USA. I don't know if you look it up. Uh, and then there's also that we're doing some stuff with the Glen Levitt um, Scotch, their 14 year cognac yeah. barreled. It looks so beautiful. Yeah, can it's I all purple. Okay, I was gonna say, I, can I say that it was just so it's all purple? purple yeah, their new color is purple. Their it's new label. So they're beautiful. They're uh, moving it, it, out of it, the. It just accents the brown with like the brown liquor so beautifully oh and all the props we paint we spray painted purple i saw yeah so so cool i had a lot of prop ideas that actually made it into the to the shoot like the camera spray painted purple uh macaroons macarons mm, um, but yeah no uh it was really fun yeah, yeah really really fun it looks really beautiful thank you so we'll 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 share it or talk about it yeah uh yeah um well something stupid happened to me it wasn't embarrassing i just thought it was really funny i laughed really hard and nikki my uh, one of my dancers was there um i we were i rented space at a studio and it was friday and it was kind of off and on raining and i couldn't tell if it was raining or not and i i look out the window and i can't tell and i want to look down the building to see if i can see water drops on the floor and i lean forward to look down and my head smacks up against the window it's a two-pane window and the first window was so clear and the back window was like super dirty uh, and so i didn't even notice that it was there uh, and i ran my forehead God, straight into hysterical. it luckily it was like an inch away so it didn't hurt but it just sounded really bad and then nikki and i just started busting up laughing and then another one of my dancers was like yeah those two-pane windows will get you oh my god that is so funny oh yeah Again, so not really embarrassing, but it was funny. it was very stupid of me, and um, I laughed. I love it. Really hard. I love it. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank we you have so much for talking to me. Yeah. I know you weren't talking to me when you said thanks I for was. listening, but <laughs> no, thank you everyone for listening.
Um, we will see you next week. Yeah. Hit us up with any questions if you want to hear us talk about anything. If you want to hear us fight, we can physically fight in the kitchen and just record <laughs> the audio. Uh, I'll probably lose. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. I love you so much. I love and, you so much. Um, all right, let's let's wrap this bitch up. All right, wrap it up. Bye. Bye. I'm feeling conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm E.T. You can phone me, girl. You know me. Only wanna hear a different tone. I know somewhere quiet we can go.